0: Um, How was your workout?
1: It was okay. Uh, I went on a nice run, but the the gym was disgustingly packed.
0: (laughs) How are you still in Providence?
1: Three more weeks.
0: What? I feel like you've been here for so long.
1: Yeah, I had a 13-month lease, so this is my 13th month.
0: 13 months? That's a weird time frame.
1: Yeah, it was 12 plus one free one.
0: Oh, that's nice. Okay, actually not that weird then.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm moving in. I move out the 31st move in the 1st.
0: Oh, not bad at all.
1: No, Are you not excited at all?
0: to be a Boston boy again?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> excited for there to be like people in the vicinity, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's cool. You know, I'm excited to live in a place where my car doesn't usually get broken into. I don't have to worry about it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it normally only takes one time for you to co- be cause for concern about that. And I just remember when I was coming down to visit you one night and I drove as opposed to taking the train and you're like, yeah, you can just park on my street. And I look at your street and there's just broken glass all along the street. I'm like, are you sure I can park here? And you're like, yeah, no, it's, I want to park down towards the end. Like I would park at the fire hydrant. And I was like, you want me to park at the fire hydrant? And you're like, yeah, it's probably safer to park there than it is to park down the street. And I was like, oh, perfect. Good.
1: I literally I haven't paid for parking since the first month I was here Um, and I've paid I've parked on the street on my block ever since the my car got broken into and yeah like they don't take it right here they do break windows down a block so
0: yeah yeah which is not an ideal scenario but hey at least keeps people away from the area so they're like oh I'm not gonna park on this street because people probably get broken into and so I don't know
1: You'd think, I mean, yeah, we just kind of, you can tell our building has like figured out how to park. So they yeah. all take like the illegal spots on the ends too, and just like tighten up a little bit. So everyone fits.
0: Yeah. I mean, parking in front of a fire hydrant can't say that that's very legal, but
1: I did yeah. it. I might be parked there right now, actually. Oh, no, I'm not. No, that was yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so few spots, but yeah, yeah. So a city boy, city boy.
1: Soon, well, kind of right now. Technically, I'm downtown, but like soon to be an actual city boy.
0: I'm excited. Everyone, I would like to welcome on Leon Frederick. He is one of my good friends from engineering at Miami, and he is a New England boy trying to move, or not trying to, is moving from Providence, Rhode Island to Boston, Massachusetts, and is also a Russian spy.
1: Yep, that does tend to be a common, a common theme amongst jokes around me, but yeah. It's, it's good, accurate. it's good. It was good. Welcome um, to
0: AA. It's very exciting to have you here.
1: Glad to be in this AA and not the other one. So
0: right. I know. It's it's not a bad place to be, honestly.
1: Definitely not.
0: And it to me means that you at least have something figured out in your life that I'm willing to interview you about.
1: I like to think I'm an aspiring adult. <laughs> oh so. um, I, I do like to think I'm an aspiring adult. So
0: don't we all? Yeah, I'm really aspiring nowadays lately. But yeah, so at the topic at hand. So we're gonna talk about looking for a job while you have a job.
1: Yes. Painfully
0: awkward. It's painfully awkward. Yep. And so first let's start with what your former role was and then what your current role is.
1: Yes. So I graduated as a mechanical engineer and I got a job as a mechanical engineer. Uh, well, actually it was a little more complicated. I had been working an internship for a really long time and they had like it, I'd worked for them on a contract for like two weeks after I graduated and there was like a whole offer situation of like they if they get, someone gives you an offer we will match it, but I ended up saying that no no I'm I'm all set with my internship I've done what I wanted to do here. So that was my first initial awkward uh, declining. Of, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, um, so I went down to Connecticut. Um, I got a job at a plastic extruder company as a mechanical engineer. Um, So we made the machines that made plastic. We didn't make plastic. Um, So when you have like Kroger or Market Basket or someone, you know, wants to make a million plastic bags, they order Mm -hmm. a machine from us. Um, Basically, that job was very slow. Really, I sat at my desk and did CAD, like 3D Mm -hmm. modeling for Mm -hmm. eight hours a day, nothing else, did not get up from my computer. And it just wasn't quite it for me. So I switched over to another mechanical engineering position, also just a straight mechanical engineer at uh, now Shark Ninja, where I work on the shark side. So uh, working on vacuums.
0: So was there ever a breaking point where you're like, I genuinely can't sit at this computer in CAD one day longer? Or was it kind of like a slow burn where you're like, OK, well, I'm going to look. And if something comes up, like, that's great. But if not, oh, well. Or what was that situation?
1: It was a slow burn um yeah I, was, I had done a couple of projects there they were all a mini projects um and it was just the pace of the place was it was like a 1950s manufacturing facility they had um they were so established in their business that it was something like if you've ordered food in the past three four years uh there's about a 99 percent chance that the plastic container your food came in came from one of our machines oh wow so they were like very established. They had uh, they had orders. So an order probably takes, depending on how big the order is, like the machine can be from the size of a desktop size to uh, literally a full warehouse length.
0: Mm-hmm. But they were
1: booked out for literally the next year and a half on wow. orders. Yeah, so they, but the orders take, some of them take six months just to make, you know? Right. Um, design, create, manufacture, build, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And it was getting to the point where my team wasn't actually doing orders. My team was making all the, Puzzle pieces in a way right. to the rest of the devices, and this was such a known science and so well established that everything that I was doing was so minuscule, and it was mm-hmm. minuscule to the point of I'd have to go through like three hundred models and put in like three new screw holes and take out two. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting here and I was like, okay, so this is just a really, really big CAD tutorial. I was just learning how to use three D modeling for like mm-hmm. ten months. And, Which is like
0: a great learning experience, but ultimately not what you envision yourself doing for the rest of your career.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I was sitting here and I was like, okay, so I'm sitting here eight hours a day, putting holes into 3d models. And it was kind of getting ridiculous. I'd worked on a couple of different projects. I finished like three in three weeks. And the wow. only reason, they were smaller projects that were supposed to go into like devices that weren't used on the manufacturing floor but basically mm-hmm. the only reason they weren't implemented while I was there never got to checking them mm-hmm. and I had always kind of thought that I was not going to end up in Providence forever so I was I just started looking earlier than I expected to move up to Boston mm-hmm. and uh I had a job hit through uh my friend referring me and it kind of worked out um and so now yeah so now I'm up in yeah so in-
0: that was kind of my follow-up because Obviously, I left my job for a different reason, which I'll go into after we talk about how you found your new job. And um, so obviously, you just said that you connected with one of your friends to get you get you in network with the people that were at Shark Ninja. So obviously, that's different than when you initially started applying out of college. So how did the two application processes differ when you first graduated or were looking to graduate from Miami and then with essentially one year of experience?
1: So both were kind of similar. I was cold applying to everything. Um, LinkedIn quick apply, honestly, I I don't believe that it's probably the best way to do it just because you can't quite do as much of yourself in it. Mm -hmm. But anything that had a quick apply, I would just go through any mechanical engineering position in the area where I wanted to be at just go all the way through and then I'd start looking. So for, I'd sift more through jobs that required specific applications, same thing in Mm -hmm. college. So like if I found a job that I was like, oh, this is a cool position, this is a cool company. They do a cool thing, I'm really interested. Mm -hmm. Um, I would would go through the effort of like really writing a nice uh, cover letter and this and that, and really, you know, trying to make myself stand out on a cold apply, Mm -hmm. but I got that position through actually a referral as well down in Connecticut. Um, just through a family friend. She was like, Hey, on a whim, I have a friend who's an engineer down here. They may need someone. Do you want to check it out? Um, went through the interview process. It wasn't like they just took me, but I went through the interview process and it worked out. Um, but applying to Shark Ninja was you had to tiptoe a lot more because mm-hmm. I was at school when I was applying then. So if I needed to take an interview, I could just take an interview. It didn't right. matter. But interviews are during work time.
0: Right. Cause it's like, that's, that's individual, like the recruiting manager, they work nine to five, just like you work nine to five. So your window to interview is nine to five.
1: Yep. So I had a moment where basically there was like a week where three or four different companies reached out to me. I like all were like, Hey, we want to interview. And it kind of worked out really well where I had a friend visiting uh, for a long weekend. So I had taken a day or two off. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, Hey, one morning, I just got to go through three interviews and then I'm good. And they were all, they were all recruit, um, through HR. So they weren't, you know, you technical or anything too, too mm-hmm. hard, just half an hour, you know? Um, so that's how I handled those. But I remember I was talking to my mom and I was telling her, I was like, how am I going to get around this? I have interviews in the middle of the day. I work 45 minutes from home. I can't mm-hmm. take an interview at, in the office. Like it's right. no possible. And she told me this, and I kind of thought she was crazy. But I was like, "There's nothing else I can do." She was like, "Just take your interview. Go park in a parking lot somewhere around the corner and take an interview." And I was like, "Are you serious?" She goes, "Sweetheart, I did the exact same thing for the position I'm at right now. They don't think it's weird." And I kid you not, the first one, that, the first interview I take in the car, I'm like downloading Teams because there was something was going wrong. I didn't have space on my phone. Yeah. The, link didn't work i'm sitting there in the car like downloading mm-hmm. i open it up and I'm in my car and then i goes oh you're in your car and i'm thinking to myself i blew it i'm done yep and he goes oh no i got i i remember when i had to do that too so do not be afraid to go take an interview in your car because everyone's been there at the end yeah. of the day everyone knows it's awkward
0: yeah it is really awkward and i remember Um, My interview process was a lot more recent than yours, obviously. Uh, When I was doing my first interview with the company that I'm going to work for now, um, they...
1: Congratulations, by the way.
0: Thank you. I'm very excited about it. Um, So my first interview was like a 30-minute basically walkthrough of what to expect or what the role really entails and if I was actually interested in it. Because the way that it happened with me was it's kind of a crazy story how I even know about this job and about the position. So I did a venture capital competition uh, club team in college. And you won. won.
1: You won. Yeah, we (laughs) did. We,
0: we won. Um, Not the global competition, only the national competition. Um, But anyways, we did win, but there were three companies that showed us their pitch decks and we had to do diligence on, And one of the companies was the company that I'm currently going to work for. So I was really fascinated by it because it was a manufacturing-esque company. It was a software as a service company. And so obviously being a mechanical engineer in kind of a, a business dominated club, everyone was like, oh, Sarah, you'll do the diligence on this one because you'll probably understand it the best, blah, blah, blah. So I did the diligence on it. I was like, this is a great company. Wow. I think that we should choose to invest in this one with our like fake money or whatever. And so all of my teammates agreed and I ended up connecting with the CEO on LinkedIn and I've been following their story and stuff. And since transitioning from my role in mechanical engineering to uh, being a customer success manager, I've kind of like looking at different roles and they were not only just hiring, they were hiring customer success managers. So I reached out to the CEO, heard back from him in like 10 minutes on LinkedIn and, um, so then he got me in network with the hiring manager who, or not the hiring manager, the hiring m- manager, I guess, for the position. Um, and he put me in contact with her and then, um, she was like, okay, I'd love to talk with you and understand your experience and let you know more about the role before you actually want to interview for it. So this was like even a precursor to all the interviews that I had to do. Mm. And so I was like, okay, I have to set aside 30 minutes. And I was like, okay, well, I feel guilty just going and like taking 30 minutes. So I went and I was like, I'm going to take a sick day. I have to go to a doctor's appointment. And so okay. I just told my boss, I was like, I'm I'm going to take a sick day and I have a doctor's appointment that's in Acton, whatever. And I, I just, home. I need to take the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Home exactly. Home base. Yeah, exactly. And so I put my time off request in and he approved it, whatever. And then I was like, okay, well that's that one. that's one down. And, I thought that there were probably only a few more. And so, uh, then after that, they're like, okay, we're going to schedule some more interviews with you during the week. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like, just let me know when they are and I'll be sure to accommodate. And so it was another 30 minute interview. And then a 30 minute interview after that 30 minute, so an hour block. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to take this in the office. And so, Luckily with the position that I'm currently in, it's pretty flexible as to whether or not you can work from home. And so I was in the office that morning and I told my boss, I was like, I have to go home because I have to meet an electrician. And he was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so I go home and I like set a block on my calendar for 30 minutes. And um, I just take the interview during that 30 minutes. And then after that, my second interview got rescheduled for whatever reason. But the lucky thing for me, is that the remainder remainder of my interviews were on friday afternoons and nice. with my schedule we do summer hours on fridays when and do you so get out? yeah i get out at noon and all oh, of my the rest of my three. yeah we get out at noon and um i my interviews were at 2 and so it was really really fortunate for me because my last two interviews that were the first the third one was an hour long and then the third one which was my final interview was three and a half so I was going in at two and then leaving at like five um yeah. so it was kind of crazy uh that it all worked out that way and it was over the summer so that I was able to just take that like summer hour break and I wasn't having to take any time off or use any sick days really I used one yeah, sick I- day and then had like a 30 minute block that I blocked off my calendar. So it's not that bad.
1: I had to use vacation time because in that week where three different companies reached out to me at the same time, I was running through three sets of interviews for like two or three weeks. Yeah. So like two of them. So honestly, the shark ninja one was the easiest. I had Mm -hmm. three half hour interviews and none of them were too. So I think it helped that I got referred from a kid who went to the exact same engineering program as me um, had been there for a year. He's already a senior engineer there, I think. Wow. So yeah, well they, they used to have a really, really fast scaling. Um, okay. They got rid of it now, but you used to be able to like, you get promoted twice in a year before. Wow. Um, yeah. They got, they got rid of it now. So it's that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But um, basically I, I had three interviews and one of them. So my team and my current manager are all in London. So he's five hours ahead.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So there are three Wait, people. Wait, this on kid my-
0: went to Miami?
1: No, 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 that, Oh. This, that kid's on Ninja. So he's just, he, he was just in the company, just referred me. Okay. But my manager and the team that I was, I get that I ended up on is in London. So mm. my screen, my first screening, so they didn't even do the HR one. It was just like the head manager, basically. He was a VP. Yep. Um, and he's in London. So for him, like, I was like, okay, how about I just do this before I leave for work at like 6 a.m.? Because mm-hmm. that way, for him, it's 11. For him, it's a yeah. totally normal time. And I can do it before work and no one has to worry about it. No one finds out. Mm-hmm. So I handled that in the morning. But then the other two interviews, there was kind of a mix-up and one of them forgot and there was a the whole thing. But mm. um, the other two were each a half hour and that wasn't bad. But the other place I entered that or interviewed at was, it was like the third round, I had to create, I had to make a, four, a 30-minute presentation mm-hmm. with... Twenty minutes of questions, or like thirty minutes of questions. I had to go through three rounds in the office, and I had to get like a tour of the building. So wow. I just went, all right, I got to take a half day. Like I can't, I can't finesse this, you know. Yeah. Um, so that I just took vacation time, and it was really unfortunate. Well, it, it worked out great for me, but it was like the end of my vacation time that I that I had left. Yeah, uh, because I hadn't accrued enough. But right. It was so if it like, didn't
0: work out, you were kind of sol.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was really kind of worried about that. I was sitting there. I was like, dude, one of these has to work out. Yeah. Running low, but it it's very awkward. Like especially so awkward. The, company, the company I was at, it's like, once you're in the building, you don't really leave and you kind of don't really leave your desk because there's nowhere to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So if you're not at your desk, people know you're not at your desk
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it was really awkward. So when I was taking the interviews, like that were on the phone, and I would just drive the parking lot around the corner. I literally, um, I would just, I, I would be like, I'd look at this one guy and go, Hey, I gotta go. T- I gotta step out for an hour. I'll be back in a bit. And they don't, no one ever asks. Cause you don't, you know, you, right. can, you don't, you don't ask those questions. Cause if I was going to tell you, don't you don't know like, what's actually going on. Yeah. Yeah. For who, who knows, maybe I have a personal doctor call or something. Yeah. You know? So it's definitely awkward, but I don't think it's bad at all on you to mm-hmm. take like an hour and be like. Just come up to someone who you work close with. So someone asked me like, hey, I had to step out for an hour. I had to run an I have to run an errand. Because mm-hmm. people we're grown-ups now. People understand there's things going on. Yep. And like that's okay. But what yeah, when you start pushing the half day of like a three-hour interview, mm-hmm. you have to take the time off. Yeah. And it's always short notice too. They always want you to do it the next day. And you're like, I can't. Like- yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's so hard. And it's like I'm really gambling a lot that you're going to offer me this job after this three hour interview. And if you don't, then I'm kind of in bad, like term, not bad terms, but like, it doesn't look great that to my company that I just randomly took off a vacation day after not putting it on the schedule and like not letting anyone know, you know,
1: right. Last minute. Hey boss, I got to take half of tomorrow off and then what? what happened
0: (laughs) i like I have to not only do I have to take half of tomorrow off I also have to take half of Friday off and then the following Tuesday I have to take half of that off
1: I just love like I genuinely I think people if you present yourself correctly at work which I hope we all are uh they'll never know Mm -hmm. they'll never guess that you're interviewing there's gonna be like oh like well Sarah's a good worker she knows what she's doing she's been here the whole time I have no problems with her she has reasons you know And that's kind of the same thing, you know?
0: He probably had an idea because I was unhappy being there. And then Mm -hmm. the only time I was talking to him was telling him that I wasn't going to be around. So in that situation, I can't help but feel like he had to have known. But at the same time, it's like, what's he going to do? You know, like I'm still doing all my work.
1: You're doing your work. You're entitled to your vacation time. And what's he going to do? Show me a doctor's note. Sorry, this is not high school gym. Like, you don't need that. But what's funny, uh, just kind of a side note, um, since my manager's in London, he's very hands off and he's like pretty high up. He's like a VP. He doesn't Mm -hmm. really, he's very hands off as well. And uh, if you look through my team's messages with him, all of them, literally all of them are me going, hey, can I take this day off? And he goes, no problem. And then it's just, (laughs) it's back to back to back, back like four or five times. That's it. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever we talk, like it's usually just a call because we're not going to be able to discuss everything over teams. Right. it's, it's hilarious. If you look through our like our team's history, it's just, hey, David, I hope you're having a great great day. Like, Can I take the, this coming Friday off? I got this, that, and that. And he goes, no problem. Like, and that, love, <laughs> that's the entire love. interaction. That's amazing. But, but yeah, your situation's a little different. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like at that point, if your boss doesn't like you and isn't treating you well and you don't feel comfortable, then like, uh, the, your company, at the end of the day, this was something that I was told uh, at my internship by this guy. The, the internship that I ended up leaving he told me he was like at the end of the day man like your company's not loyal to you you know um, no your company you're a, you're a, the finance team is looking at you like a, as a money you're you're a number mm-hmm. you're just a value like and if you're you're you know why be loyal to yeah. your company at that point and if they're not treating you well if you're not happy with it if you're not happy with your situation like this is 40 50 60 hours of your week every single week like it is and
0: the problem is when I always talked to my dad and I would complain to him about what was going on in the office and like how I felt uncomfortable and super anxious to show up to work every day. And he was like, Sarah, as soon as you're taking this home, you're taking anxious feelings home. That's when there's an issue and that's when you need to leave. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm like natural problem solver. So I tried to solve the problem while I was there and I was Mm. like, okay, I'm going to talk to HR and I'm going to talk to the CEO and I'm going to get this resolved because I want to still work here and I want to still do my job and I want to still perform. And I did that and nothing happened. Like literally nothing happened.
1: That's crazy. That HR did nothing? Nothing. That's not okay.
0: Like I voiced all of the problems that I had and the resolution to the issues that i had addressed one of them being that my boss would back me into a corner i just like stopped kind of talking to him for a bit and he was like what's wrong it's just, something feels like there's wrong like something wrong with you and i was like yeah there i'm 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 not happy and he was like okay well tell me what's wrong and i was like um i'd rather just talk to my mentor and then come back to you with like the issues after i've worked it out with my mentor and he was like, if there's an issue, you should feel comfortable telling me what's going on. And I was like, no, I kind of just want to talk to my mentor. Like, this is my first no, corporate job. That's the job. point of a mentor. Yeah. I like, you're this not my first to, like, corporate like, job.
1: nope. You don't go to like, like your boss is not supposed to be your, like your personal. Yeah, it that's gets, it gets worse.
0: Mentor. It gets worse. And so I was like, no, I kind of just want to talk to my mentor about this. He was like, well, if it's something about your job, we've already discussed that you're happy in your role. And I was like, no, it's not about my job. And he goes, okay, well then is it someone someone that you work with? And I was like, yeah, it's someone that I work with. And he goes, well, you should feel comfortable telling me. And I was like, I just, I really want to talk to my mentor. And he goes, is it me? Is, is this a problem with me? And I was like, yeah, it is. He's like, you should feel comfortable enough to have a candid conversation with me. And I literally stopped right there. And I was like, it feels like you're backing me into a corner to talk to you. And he immediately disposition changes and goes, oh my God, I'm your biggest advocate, like gaslighting me, absolutely gaslighting me. And I take this to HR and I'm like, he is, I'm 23 years old. I am 23 years old and trying to figure out how corporate America works. And he is gaslighting me and making me feel terrible and not wanting to show up to work. Like I contemplated quitting my job, cold turkey, and not having a second job, not renewing my lease and going back to South Carolina. That's how bad it was. And I said that with HR and my CEO in the room and nothing, Leon, was done. Then my breaking point was I go in for my year in review go to HR. And I was like, look, I think my boss's intentions towards me are now affecting my pay. Like he is still, he won't tell me my metrics of success and won't tell me the metrics that he's grading me on. He's telling me that I'm not exceeding expectations, but won't tell me the metrics that I am meeting. And they said, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm done. I am Dude. so done. Dude. I'm I'm not staying here a moment longer. This is ridiculous. I could not it's terrible and then that brings me to the exit interview so did you have to do an exit interview when you left
1: your former I, like? Role? supposedly I didn't mm. <laughs> they didn't like I, to be fair and this isn't really to be fair this is more of an explanation uh mm. our HR I think in that company had fully flipped over within like the three months before I came in and like the sixth month I was there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Everyone that had been there prior when I was there and then at the end of when when I was leaving, apparently it was established that none of them knew what they were doing. And Mm. so like there was like a lot of stuff with like the lady that had brought onboarded me had like, Mm -hmm. you know, you get like your benefits package. You're like, you have like a meeting they tell you everything, right? They have like a, you know, that's usually within your first like week or two because you got to sign up for insurances. Right. So like a month and a half in, they realized they never did that for me and this one other kid. I wasn't on health or like, like shorter, long-term, like whatever it is, disability insurance, for like the first month and a half, you know, like stuff like that, where the new HR lady came in and was like, how do you, how, do, how is going on here?
0: And it's not like, you know, any better, like this is your first job.
1: Yeah. And so she, well, the lady that stepped in was like the VP of HR, but I think there was only really like mm-hmm. one person underneath her uh, in, at least in that office. Cause it was a big company worldwide, but like, um, But then the VP left on like my sixth month. She was like, I'm out. I got like a better position somewhere else. I'm out. So the new lady, don't remember anything about her to be honest. But when I told her everything and like was emailing her and like told her my last day was, she mixed up when my last day was. She didn't know if I did an exit interview. She like got some papers ready for me. Like it was, Mm. so no, I've never actually done an exit interview. Um, well then, how did you put your two weeks notice
0: in? Like, did you email it? What day of the week was it on? What time of the month- day
1: was it? Oh, it was a Tuesday. Mine this was a is- Tuesday too. Dude, I literally like so it. It was like this. It was basically, I got an offer on like Thursday.
0: I got an offer like- on Friday
1: nice so i got an offer on like thursday at the end of the at the end of the work day
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i was like okay sweet but i had the other place that i was interviewing at i was super interested in
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, think, I don't think it's secret that i interviewed it was mark forged it's like a 3d printing company oh cool yeah yeah so i was doing final rounds with them and i still had to do my final round
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they like the company like shark Engine was like hey like here's your offer like let us know well like mm-hmm. like let us know after the weekend like what you're thinking and so during the weekend I emailed like the lady and I'm like hey can I please extend this a little bit because I'm like trying to milk some time so I can figure do my right. interview at the other place so I milk it like I get like another week basically I do my interview I tell the mark Forge, like hey I have an offer so like if you can't figure something out like I'm gonna go and they ended up like pretty like another week later saying no we actually decided on someone else but Friday I email and I accept my offer Mm-hmm. But I'm still like waiting on Mark Forged. Um, mm. So I gave them until Monday. And I don't remember exactly if my manager wasn't in on Monday. There was something I don't remember exactly, but it, it, I couldn't do it on Monday. But the funny thing is that my manager's manager who like, it's much more important to him that I'm leaving because he's more like, he was the head of, of engineering. But okay. the my manager was just like, he, he was my manager just because he'd been there for 25 years. And like, in our group, he was senior. So I went under him. And I walked into his office on Tuesday morning and I was like, hey, so like, I accepted an offer and I'm actually leaving. And he was like, oh, really? He was like, you didn't gonna- like draft a letter or anything? Oh, no, I know. i just going to talk to the guy. Like, so I, w- I think I might have printed something out. I don't remember 100%. But I like, I-, I walked in and I talked to the guy and he was like, oh, like, how long have you been here? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like going on 10th month you know something like that um so my manager's manager was out for the week due mm-hmm. to he had, he had some his wife was having some health issues so he, he had to be out and he so like the rest of the week it was kind of like awkward because like my manager's manager doesn't know who's like the more important guy mm-hmm. and like my team now knows and people are starting to find out this and that and then so mm-hmm. when my um when my manager's manager comes in next monday i i saw that he was in and i went straight to his office in the morning just to be like hey like oh yeah, I brought it in. I brought my two weeks notice on Tuesday. I Same. figured I figured he'd be like, Yeah, just like work till next Friday and then you're good. The man maybe worked work till the end of Tuesday. The yep. next I was like, Are you kidding me, dude? Like everyone around me was like, Why are you here? I was like, Yep, I don't know. Because my manager decided that he didn't want, I don't know. And so I walked into the office of my manager's manager uh on the next Monday. And I was like, Hey, Gary. And he was like, Leon, I heard you're leaving us. I was like, Yo, it's so awkward yeah but he was honestly really chill about it he was like what's going on man like you just showed up did you not like it here and i was like no no like the people were fine the job was fine like this and that i was like i I also i can't i don't know i can't stand living in providence Uh, it's just not for me it's too small too quiet too sketchy Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. enough going on uh just honestly was miserable for like the first while here and i was like yeah honestly i hate living in providence he literally just goes oh yeah providence is a (laughs) shithole i was like yeah thanks Gary.'" glad that we're on the same page xoxo gary yeah he literally he was like oh what are you like 27 like you don't want to live there i was like dude i'm 22 and he goes oh yeah get, get out yeah I was like, yeah because because the job that i was at was very like everyone's kind of going there like raise their kids have a mm-hmm. family like mm-hmm. and yeah so he was actually super understanding about it uh and he was like yeah like i get it like you're you don't want to be here you're 22 like yeah live your life but was, they were definitely, you know, it was definitely a little, like, I felt bad. You know, I felt guilty. Um, the, I felt guilty more to the guy that referred me, to be honest. Right. Um, he, like, whatever, you're, the bonus, like, you get, like, part of it at the beginning and the rest of it's six months in. So, like, he got his full bonus. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it it makes you feel weird when, like, you know, someone referred you, people were c- counting on it, and then you, like, leave, and they're, like, you know, you just, the guy probably feels like you screwed people over. Right. But well, I also time- feel
0: like you're the your own biggest critic and I feel like he probably does not feel that way at all because at the end of the day, like you said business is business and HR and the company looks at you like a dollar sign. So, yep. you leaving and I'm ultimately yeah, it sucks to onboard someone new, but to onboard somebody new that wants to live in Providence or is from Providence and wants to stay in Providence, like you're going to have a much higher retention rate.
1: Yeah, no literally and like they were um it, so he'd actually also re- referred like two or three other people there. So mm-hmm. like, you know, he, he missed on one, you know, it's not yeah. that bad. Right. Um, He was basically just creating like his own little like clan. <laughs> <That's pretty> nice. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he, he was a really good guy, really smart guy. Um, But it was funny. Cause like when they found out where I was leaving, they like a couple of them like knew some stuff about shark Ninja and they started like the next couple of days. They're like, Oh, did you hear this? I was on glass door and I was in there. I was like, what, What what do you want me to do? So you you told them where you were going? Well, They asked. uh, What was I
0: gonna tell them? Yeah, I know. So my boss asked me because when I handed in, I did it very differently than you did. I Googled how to write a letter of resignation Mm. on Google, and I literally went through like three templates, and I was like, I don't really want to say any of this. So I just edited it down to basically like, this is my last day. Thanks for the opportunity. Bye. Yeah. And (laughs) I walked into his office, and I was like this is my formal statement to let you know that this is my two weeks notice. But anyway, so I go in, give my two weeks notice. He's like, where are you going? Do you have another job? And I was like, yeah, I have another opportunity. And he was like, oh, where is it? And I was like, it's in Boston. He was like, oh, what's the name of the company? And I was like, oh, it's a small company. He goes, what's the name of the company? And I was like, oh, it's, and he goes, starts typing on his computer. I'm just going to see if I know anyone working there. And I'm like,
1: no, don't do that.
0: Um, but he was like, Oh yeah, there's a few grads that went to my college that work there. And I was like, Cool.
1: Sick. That's awesome. And it was
0: just like so uncomfortable. And I like didn't yeah, like, th- I didn't want to tell him, but I like felt backed into a corner about telling him.
1: That's so that's what I was running into, where like the next couple of days, like the next week, it was like two or three times it got brought up where like one of the guys was like oh yeah like one of my uncles used to work there i was like yeah he goes yeah like long hours gotta stay up late talking to china you're gonna get burnt out blah blah i'm like what do you want me to do like decline the offer and stay yeah. here like i like and then this other so the guy this other guy was basically like yeah have you checked the glass door reviews i was like no i haven't checked the glass door reviews because the only people that post on glass door are either super happy or hate the job and most yeah. of them the job so like yeah all i'm gonna find is negative shit right so like, like when
0: are you ever in a good mood and think hmm, you know what i'm gonna take this positive energy glass door, glass door. Yeah. <laughs> your professor like you're never no. gonna go anywhere and give anyone a raging review of how much you love something because the majority of the time you just tell other people that you're right connected with.
1: you don't tell strangers but like could you imagine like I, I, maybe he was a little offended i don't know exactly but like how do you look at a kid and be like oh you're about to go to this company just so you know it sucks yeah like that's
0: like what do you what do you want
1: yeah so what is there to gain from you telling me it's kind of interesting so one of the things with my internship I like loved everyone there everyone Mm -hmm. there is awesome still do they're great people I had one of my my greatest mentor there absolutely like this guy, Josh, Josh Griffiths, got to put the name out there. The man is a genius, awesome guy, brought me through so much and like, just taught me so much. And like, I learned a ridiculous amount from them and I owe them a ton. But when I left, the, the the team that I was on, they were R&D probably like 20, 25 people. And they were all like a family. They'd mm-hmm. been together for so long. They'd all been there, you know, eight to 15 years, if not more. They'd all like, they hung out together, They did cookouts together. Their families knew each other, this mm-hmm. and that. and. I'm obviously like, pro- uh, there was a couple guys who were pretty young, but I'm like significantly younger than almost everyone in that group. Mm-hmm. And me leaving to them felt offensive. They were like, you're leaving yeah. our family. And that's something that I now have learned that like, I need to make sure to keep that separate because at yeah. the end of the day, it was a business decision for me to leave. I right. had nothing against the people there,
0: mm-hmm. but it
1: just wasn't for me. And I felt as though they were like offended and don't, particularly want to interact with me because I left the family right and I think that is something that's really important for people where as much as your work I it's awesome if they're your friends and like that's only for the better you have to make sure to separate like your personal feelings towards someone and work like if your manager hates you it doesn't matter if your manager hates you as long as you work as long as you guys don't take it out on each other as long as you guys just like are civil People don't get along. It's part of the work. And
0: that's like, I've always equated, I've never like worked in a professional setting really outside of softball, which I did my entire life. I worked for so many coaches and I'm going to say work because I showed up to practice. I brought equipment. Like I was responsible for doing X, Y, and Z. I was a team captain. Like I was responsible and I reported ultimately to my coaches. Did I love every single one of my coaches? No, absolutely not. Did I respect every single one of my coaches? No, but I still performed for them because that's what it was expected of me and expected of me from my teammates. And if hire, I'm letting- You're doing a job. Yeah, I'm doing a job that everyone else is reliant on me on. It's not just about my boss. I can do work for someone I don't like and I don't respect. Like it's, it's not, it's not, two separate things but there like comes a boundary that you have to kind of make for yourself of like okay if your boss doesn't respect you and nobody else at the company is willing to stick up for you that's probably when you should decide to leave
1: yeah small tangent but like my favorite thing after college is that when I leave work I'm done with work yes I that is my favorite thing like Well, to be fair, like recently, you know, we have a China team. So like the more I get involved, the more I get China messages like later Mm -hmm. in the night. But at the same time, like I'm not thinking about work. I've left work, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm leaving work and I'm still thinking about how my manager hates me, how these people Mm have this this and that, it's like bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Like that is, that is a line that is not good. Like you should, you should be able to leave in peace. Yep. regardless of your stress if you're at work and you're stressed for eight hours but then you leave and you're good that doesn't matter you were at work yep you were doing your job you're being paid the way you're putting food on your table is being mm-hmm. stressed a little bit during the day but if you're leaving and you're still like your heart's racing and stuff like no you should yeah. not be bringing home anxiety you should not be walking in with anxiety you should not be stressed you should not be like Dreading to go to work. I mean, like whatever, it's work. It's you kind of dread it sometimes. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's not like you love going to the office every morning, but like to be dreading going in to have an interaction with a specific individual. Yeah,
1: directly your manager, who you have to interact with. Like, and it's not someone
0: that you can avoid. Yeah, it's that's definitely one of the telltale signs that you need to get out of there, which sucks because I love my coworkers and I, I, I liked the company and it was fun to work there but yeah I also put my two weeks on a Tuesday got my offer on a Friday and I literally said very candidly they offered me on the spot and I was like I've never put my two weeks in I don't know what the standard procedure is for that and I don't know what I should do and she's like okay well wait until you get something in writing from us and then once you get something in writing then you can feel confident to submit your letter of resignation and I was like okay perfect like I can totally do that so I waited my boss was out of office on Monday
1: that's what it was I was waiting for the in writing I'd gotten the verbal on like a Thursday Mm -hmm. I got the in writing on like Monday afternoon so I brought in the two weeks on Tuesday morning
0: yeah because it's like it was also I've heard of people doing it over email and it was like I want to leave gracefully I don't want to leave like with be like oh I hate you guys I'm not doing it and I'm, I'm still working I'm still doing everything that I need to be doing and I didn't want to leave like by burning bridges and so I was like all right I'm gonna do this in person because god forbid I do this over email and it isn't well received and whatever 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 and so I did it in person and I had to do it on a Tuesday which stung, but
1: it's part of the game
0: part of the game so after you put your two weeks in did you start that following monday or did you take more time off
1: uh no so i was supposed to end it on a tuesday and i was supposed to have wednesday through sunday mm-hmm. um and i was supposed to start then the next monday right mm-hmm. um but honestly i was sitting there and i was like i need i needed a mental break i hadn't taken really a break like throughout all of college i worked my summers and winters um mm-hmm. And it was 40 hours a week as my internship. And it was like nonstop. And I mm-hmm. started working internships since my junior year of high school summer.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was just like, I didn't take time off after school. I took, I went straight to working at my, the company I'd interned at. I took two weeks and then I started my next job. And I was just like, if I'm going to start a new job, I, I need more than five days. I just mentally, yeah. like I am destroyed. I just need to relax. So I pushed it back another week. So I ended up having like, a week and five days which is pretty good Oh, that's nice yeah yeah it was it was a lot it was kind of it kind of ended up being unfortunate because when i came in the next monday i found out that since my team again it was in london they had all flown out the week before they were supposed to be out there just by coincidence so like my manager my managers like our team is like 20 ish people and only three of us are in boston wow. and all of them were there and when I came in the next Monday my manager was like oh like welcome like he was messaging me he was talking he's like yeah welcome in man like it was so unfortunate I thought you were supposed to start last week we were excited to meet you I was like he was like yeah I don't know what happened I don't know why you got pushed back I was like oh that was uh that was me <laughs> I, I asked for that. <laughs> wait <laughs> that's like, so oh, sick like,
0: though that they came here so do you ever get to go there I mean there's a lot yeah. of you
1: I do. So, wow. um, the guy who I work, so the two, the two people I work with closest, uh, the ones on my team. So the girl went out, um, two months ago, went out for a week or two, supposed to go for two weeks, but it was like, it ended up only working out for a week. The a guy I work with literally came back Saturday. He was out there for two weeks. Wow. Um, we're getting a brand new office in downtown London in September, October. Um, I was supposed to get sent out with him about i was supposed to get sent out like a month ago but things Mm -hmm. kind of it didn't work out some projects moved around Mm -hmm. um i'll get sent out in like a probably a month two months that's crazy so i i genuinely i i don't know the history that well i've only i'm only on month four so no apparently tomorrow's my four month anniversary
0: that's crazy congrats i feel like you've been in this role for like i don't know because i came down to celebrate when you got your new role and for whatever reason that feels like forever ago
1: yeah. I mean, I will say it's been, I've learned a lot. It's a lot oh, has yeah. gone on since I've been there. Like, yeah, it's very like, it's so fast paced. So the opposite of what my other company was, which yeah. is exactly what I was looking for. And mm-hmm. like, it, you just, you just get thrown in. Like
0: That's awesome. there was
1: a, there was a day, like you just, you get thrown in. And I just have like, sometimes just have executives appearing at my desk, just being like, Hey, mm. I need this thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Hey. Like, <laughs> one sec. Like, let me go get it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah no, it's, that's uh,
0: insane
1: yeah it's very quick like you 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 hop in and you just you're running and if you're like you're gonna run you figure it out mm-hmm. like but I mean obviously there's so many people around you everyone's trying to help like it's super everyone's helping each other you know it's not like yeah completely thrown to the wolves but definitely a, a running start
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah I mean I can't I'm nervous for what it's going to be like when I first start so I my company that I currently work at, like I'm one of probably, no, I am one of four like twenty year olds at the company that I currently work at.
1: And that's, then yeah, see that's the benefit I have. Everyone's young.
0: Yeah, so the company I'm moving to, it's like everyone is super young and everyone's super excited and it's a startup and oh, you're gonna love it. I am so excited. For, like I thrive in that environment.
1: Like so, the, do you know how I describe it? Do you know what it is? It's a college project where everyone does their part. Yes. Yes. It's crazy. Everyone's doing their part. Everyone's smart. Everyone's like awesome. And you're just like, Oh word. I just get to like, I just get to like do this all day. Like.
0: I love that analogy. It's a college project that everyone contributes on. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's what they like during my interview. I was like, Oh, what's it like in such a young office? And one of the girls that was um, kind of like, she has her own kids that are my age. So she's obviously older than us. And she goes, yeah, it's from what you read online about like how Gen Zers are supposed to work, it's really the opposite of that. Like these kids motivate me to do so much, and this is such a hardworking office, and I've never experienced anything like this. Like I am genuinely so excited. And mm-hmm. it's gonna be such a different start to how I started my first job because I was one of the few young people starting, and it wasn't a fast growing company. so just going through that like juxtaposition of the two is going to be very very interesting.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's 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 really fun. Like when go because the last company I was just like you like I was one of four guys under 26, 27 yeah. and like the guy who was 27, the two guys I knew that were 27, were, one was married, and one had two kids. So, or mm. one was just just proposed and one had two kids. Like mm. you know like they're they're in a different life than I'm in. Yeah. And the kids here like oh, they're, like, they just went all together and just watched Thor, and, like, they're trying to go to a bar, they're trying to go to, like, an escape room, they're trying to do this, trying to, like, they're they're trying to hang out with me, while also being super intelligent, super motivated, and working on the same project as me, and, like, it's super cool. It's, it's, and it's super
0: nice because I know you grew up in Massachusetts, but like, you don't know a ton of people in Boston and like, yeah, like it, a
1: handful. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And so it's just nice to be able to have people in the area that you click with and that are intelligent and that share like similar values as you, like, it's kind of I don't, I don't want to compare it to like rushing a fraternity or sorority because it's, it's simply, it's doesn't equate, but it's like, you're looking for people that have the same values as you. You're looking for people that have the same interests as you in what better way to do that than finding an employer that you all chose to work for because you wanted to.
1: Right. No, literally like a lot of these kids are like, they were co-op or intern there and they came back yeah. and you're like, yeah, you know why? Cause they wanted to be here because they had fun. Like, yeah you're you're shooting the shit while doing your job you know what I mean like mm-hmm. every conversation I'm having as serious as it can be there's always laughs you know yeah. like there's something there's some joke that's made because like everyone understands like ah, oh, like ah you know that sucks like it is what it is but when yep. you're sitting there and you're talking to like your you know your 59 year old boss who's like balding sitting in a corner doesn't want to do anything has been in the same job for like 40 years and like mm-hmm. you know and you walk up to me like oh this isn't working and he's like ah you know and just goes back to it It's a very different vibe than coming up to your buddy back and being like, yo, just broke it. And he's like, ah, we got to fix it now. Like, you know,
0: (laughs) I know. And I haven't experienced that change yet, but I can only imagine, like, I'm coming from the plumbing industry where have you seen any revolutionary plumbing devices come in plumbing within your 22 years of existence? Because I sure haven't. Toilets are cool. Like they are super I'm 23 now. I'm 23
1: now. 23.
0: So, so. (laughs) I mean, I actually was. I was there for it. Yeah, yeah. And I sang you happy birthday right at midnight. I
1: appreciate it. Um,
0: you're welcome. And then I probably fell asleep.
1: It's okay. I don't blame It happens you. to it the best of us. us. It was a
0: long time. Um, I always, because I always am like, Leon's a year younger than me. And I'm 23.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. But you turned 24 like October?
0: Yeah, which just coming okay. up. I'm going to be
1: yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, so like, no. I haven't gotten to that point where it's like, I get to experience like when you go and tell your like, I don't know, like going back to that comparison that you made of working with your like college classmates on a project, like it was so, I won't say fun because it was very stressful and like anxiety ridden, but like comparatively to the professional life, it was fun to go back to your teammates and be like, guys, we completely messed up this calculation. Like we need to go (laughs) and grind all night in the engineering lab and figure out like what part of the code we messed up, what part of the calculation we messed up. Like that was fun because like everyone was there just like making small talk while you were working through it. And like, obviously we're all intelligent individuals because we like worked hard, got our degrees in engineering and it was just fun. It was fun to do that with those people because it was a team environment. And I think that's ultimately what i'm looking for is that it's just a team like no one thinks that they're better than anybody else like everyone just wants to work hard and everyone wants to be a team player and like ultimately at the end of the day like what better way to be a team player than to just resonate with people yeah, and, be, like, and if you're not relatable. doing your
1: job if you're not doing your job then like no one wants you here exactly. so, like there's no option like everyone's doing their job
0: yeah it's like like, being that kid that doesn't do anything on the class project like you're just gonna get stuck with other kids that don't do anything on their and
1: it doesn't work like that here it just it's the real world it just doesn't work like that yeah yeah it's cool i i can say that i i do enjoy like being in the office because like like at the end of the day like yeah i have to bring bad news to kids all the time and they have to bring Mm. bad news to me all the time Mm. yeah it's not great but at the same time like when you come over and you're like hey man and you, you, you start laughing. You're like, all right, but, what? You know, like, it's just a completely different perspective on it yep. than, like, everyone thinking it's the end of the world. Yep. Um, yeah. We're just,
0: like, not caring. You're like, oh, classic, that that's what would happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was just I so I will common. say, like,
1: uh, my interviews, I had three, three, uh, three half half-hour interviews, and that was it, and mm-hmm. none of them were technical. I think one of them was, like, mildly technical, and it was yeah. because Shark Ninja is so culturally based in the sense of Mm -hmm. like if you don't fit the culture of shark ninja it's really hard because it's a super you have to talk to everyone Mm -hmm. Uh, because a lot of your work is literally like you do something and you have to go talk to someone about it yeah and then decisions are made instantly like every day I walk in I have meetings from nine to noon and everything I thought I was going to do went out the window and there's Mm -hmm. a whole new set of things and you Mm -hmm. just always have to be talking and that's something they value a lot it's just like they care more that you fit into the culture because you'll figure out the rest.
0: Right, exactly. Uh, And that's what I I interviewed McLean on professionalism and like talking about your resume and your cover letter and like how to essentially like boost what you are good at on your resume and like put like quantifying values to it. And mm -hmm. he was ultimately just like, yeah, you can say essentially whatever you want on your resume, just be comfortable enough to show up on the first day and perform. And so yeah. I feel like that's the same mindset that a lot of interviewers have. And they're like, okay, if this person's applying to this job, they obviously think that they're qualified enough for it. And based on like their education and their prior experience, they should be that qualified for it. And there's only one way to find out if they actually are. And it's to have them show up on the first day.
1: Literally. And then, my... Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Like all the old ult- the ultimate decider is like, am- do I want to spend nine hours a day with this kid do I want to spend my entire week with this individual like ultimately Mm. that's what I think a lot of employers have been like turning to recently because everyone's everyone nowadays has a college degree everyone in like especially with engineering everyone has the same sort of like experiences like it's you need to have a personality
1: one of the managers during my interview like I I think I had like a director and two VPs interview me. And mm-hmm. one of the VPs literally was like, so like, what do you do on the weekends? I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, like I see on your resume, all this engineering stuff, but like, what do you do on the weekends? I was like, I don't know. Like I snowboard, I play tennis, I do this, I do that. And he goes, right. Like put that on your resume next time. I was yeah. like, Why? No, at you-
0: the bottom of my resume, I have a interest section. And it was like, I have run three marathons. I host at Lincoln Tavern. I am a part of- girls on the run like just random yeah. interests
1: no literally i so i do i have like a little bit of like a little like you know i have some tennis stuff just because like yeah. whatever leadership positions but like i always figured that like i'd rather get into the door with my technical side mm-hmm. because that's what i'm applying for and then like what talk my way into like the social side yeah but like the guy literally looked at me he was like dude like put some stuff down because like yeah because he was like, I don't know who you are as a human. Cool. You did engineering. So did every other guy. Like, yep. who are you? Why do I want to talk to you? Why do I want to hang out with you? Yep. Cause because yeah. In this specific office, like I'm talking to people constantly. I constantly have it to be like interacting with people. And if you're just not someone that people want to talk to, then like, Nope, they're not nope. going to
0: want to work with you and no work nope. is going to
1: get done. Nope. And that, that, that is it. That's it. That's, that's the line, right? If work doesn't yep. get done, it's bad. So Yep.
0: Yep. Well, I really appreciate your time and all of your insight.